you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm Rhett Lewis, and this is NFL Inside Report. Ahead on today's episode, Bucky Brooks will join us with his take on the Philadelphia Eagles' newfound success on the ground, rushing for 242 yards in a 40-29 win over the New Orleans Saints. And with that newfound success on the ground, Jalen Hurts has found more consistent success at quarterback, how that affects Philly's decision on Hurts as their franchise quarterback for the future, also just ahead. But we begin with another contract extension for a Broncos wide receiver. The ball out in front and Sutton went airborne and made a terrific catch for the touchdown. And for Cortland Sutton, that is his first touchdown of the season. And it comes in the same field that last year he suffered the torn ACL. Just days after inking Tim Patrick to a contract extension, the Broncos have also locked up Pro Bowl wide receiver Cortland Sutton to a four-year, $60.8 million extension with $34.9 million guaranteed. That according to Tom Pelissero and Ian Rappaport. So after a torn ACL in 2020, Cortland Sutton back as a playmaker for the Broncos and now getting compensated like it. And now let's welcome in Bucky Brooks. All right, Bucky, looking at the Eagles, this is a team that had come under some major scrutiny for their lack of a ground game, right? Lack of run game, both in their commitment to it and their production in it. I mean, through the first seven weeks, you noted in your scouts notebook piece on NFL.com that not only had they given running backs carries fewer than any team in football this year, but fewer than any team in the last seven years. So what changed that allowed the Eagles to have a rushing performance against the Saints where they put up 242 yards in this win? You know, in the last four games, the Eagles have just committed to running the ball. And I think some of that is by design 
Tib, the quarterback, yeah. um, get off. Jalen Hurts, coming from Oklahoma, played in a system that did a lot of read option, power read, a lot of things where the quarterback was central to the running game. And I think what the Eagles discovered is when they did things to build around the quarterback, it actually enabled the running backs to get off. Howard again, another hole. Well, they are gush, uh, gashing the Saints defense up the middle right now. 13 more yards. Wow. And some of the things that they're doing with the power read and the, the pin and pull system is very reminiscent of what the Baltimore Ravens are doing. And Jalen Hurts is a rugged, dependable runner. He's strong. He's physical. He does a really good job of doing all the reads, but he never really puts himself in harm's way. If you yeah. look at him, he rarely takes a big shot. And so when you have a quarterback who really understands how to do that, it puts a tremendous amount of pressure on the defense. The defense doesn't know whether to count for the running back or the quarterback and how that goes. And so I think this offense is confounding. I think it is kind of giving them an identity, and I think it's something that Nick Sirianna and his offensive staff can continue to build upon. So take me inside, you know, being in, in, you know, as a player and as a scout, you've kind of seen this from a lot of different angles. So inside, let's just say the Eagles building here, when for the first seven weeks of the season, either they just didn't understand how they wanted to attack defenses with the run game or they were oblivious to the effect it was going to have on their offense and the efficiency to which they could use it. How does that happen inside a building where you acknowledge that this isn't working and then kind of figure it out? Is it just a matter of being patient with it or are there schematic changes that you generally have to implement? I think when you start tacking up a bunch of losses, what you do is you try and throw everything. Everything is under consideration. And you're trying to look at how can I get our best players playing well? Is it a scheme issue? Is it a personnel issue? And if you feel like, now the personnel is good enough for us to win, what can we do to help them? And I think it always stems with the quarterback because the quarterback is the most important part of the puzzle because he touches the ball on every play. He's the chief decision maker. And so what you have to do is how can I make the game easy for him? And We all have these grandiose ideas and schemes that we want to think about in training camp, preseason, mini camps. But when you start playing games and the results matter, then it's about, yeah, we thought we were going to be this kind of team. But as it plays out over four or five, six weeks, here's the team that we actually are. And here's how we have to play. And I give the staff credit for taking their ego out of it and saying this is the best way for us to play, even though they may or may not have wanted to evolve to this point. They were willing to say, this gives us the best chance to win. Now we're here. Let's see what we can do and keep expanding on it. And they've kind of stumbled into a recipe that works for them and the team and the defense, and they're really playing good complimentary football when you look at it. Funny. All they had to do was turn on sports radio in Philly, and they'd have figured that out (laughs) from weeks two through seven. This is what the fans knew. They needed to run the football with the running backs. And you know what was kind of weird is that the injury to Miles Sanders – Almost unlocked everything, right? Uh, crazy, right? Scott, Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard, big hole for Howard. Marcus Williams brings him down across the 40-yard line. Uh, going in the run game, which, you know, you normally wouldn't have when you lose your best running back, right? And, and I think that is the, the part that was always perplexing. You have Miles Sanders, who has proven to be a really good running back in this yeah. league. He goes down, and then they find the running game in his absence. And so to bring him back into the mix gives them yeah. a three-headed, well, a four-headed monster because you include Jalen Hurst and then Boston Scott, Even Jordan Howard. Well, a little every, bit every, everyone's beginning to get a part of it. And it's funny because it's not like you're necessarily seeing 100-yard games from the running backs, but you're seeing 
a collection of guys that are going over 200 yards. And I think sometimes for the defense, right. that's more difficult to defend than having one bell cow that you know can get 100, 120 yards if you don't pay attention to them. And look, the running backs are one thing, and but everyone knows the ground game starts up front with the five offensive linemen. And you've got you know, one of the very best in the league that has been the stabilizing force there at center, Jason Kelsey. How funny was that pull that, that we showed on Move the Sticks today, yeah. right? Where he comes around and just gets a shoulder into a player who's already engaged and wipes him off the face of the earth. Yeah, I, I think what that, what that does is not only does it speak to Jason Kelsey's athleticism, his nimbleness, his ability to get around the corner, his nastiness, yeah. but I think it speaks to the brand that Philadelphia is now creating. Because what happens is, and I don't care what anyone says on the outside, we can talk about, hey, you want to pass it, it's that, that's the best way of going. Analytics says this. At the end of the day, football is a physical game. Right. And there's nothing like running the ball down someone's throat. And when the Eagles are having success, as they've had in four consecutive games, now you kind of begin to puff your chest out because you feel like you're the more physical team. And Nick Sirianni can stand in front of his team and talk about, hey, we're the physical team. We're going to take him to the woodshed. We're going to pound on him. We're going to beat him up. We're going to do all these things that go along with yeah. the running game. And so they take on that. When I look at our offensive line, it's led by 62 and 65. Um, and I know Jason sets the table for everything of what we're going to do, where we're going with the point, everything like that. And it's those two guys that, that really – you know, really carry us. And, that, and, and you know, Jordan's playing good football and Landon's playing good football and Jack Driscoll's playing good football. And when Herbie's getting, when Nate Herbick's getting in, he's playing good football. And so for Philadelphia, who I know they pride themselves as fly, Eagles fly, it's really been run, Eagles run, and that has led to more Ws. And how about Landon Dickerson starting yes. to find his, I mean, like, and this is what we expected from him. Like, let him be a bully out there, right, in the run game, which which he did at Alabama. Yeah, so, so, so not only that, and I think the fascinating part of the Eagles now, when you look at it, they have, I know Jason Kelsey is older, Lane Johnson is older, but not really that old. They have a young offensive line that's kind of beginning to yeah. figure it out. And so Jordan, you begin, out there. My lot of, you're beginning to look at this team and you're like, you know, maybe the Eagles have discovered something. And also what the running game and those things have done. Now the defense is quote unquote playing better because they're not having to play as many plays. Yeah. They also are facing teams that are maybe in a panic situation because they know that the Philadelphia Eagles will control the clock. If they get it, they may keep it for eight minutes because they're running the football. So now the balanced approaches that they were facing, they're not yep. facing that. They're facing the past first teams, which plays to how they want to play because they want to play zone. They don't necessarily want to take a lot of chances. They're picking off passes because everything is working together. So in a weird way, the Eagles have found a way to play complementary football that works to their advantage by leaning into a running game that they kind of ignored early in the year. And how kind of ironic, I guess, is looking at the fact that we did a segment today on Move the Sticks where we were showcasing Jonathan Taylor in the run game for the Colts and then the Eagles run game. And where did Nick Sirianni come from? Yeah. How do we how do you kind of look at uh, coaches influences in their background to predict their future style or the philosophy that they're going to have with another team. Well, I think it's certain, I think it certainly matters because we, we always are influenced by those that we are around, particularly those who have been successful. I believe that Frank Reich was influenced not only in the pro game by Marv Levy and those he was around, but 
He played for Bobby Ross in Maryland. If you know <laughs> Maryland, because I haven't yeah. grown up in North Carolina and watched ACC football, Maryland won like two or three ACC championships with Bobby Ross running the football. And so at the heart of the back. Frank yeah. Wright believes in a tough physical team. When Nick Seriani sat in those meetings and heard Frank stand in front of the team and talk about being a tough physical team, he certainly took some of those things. But don't forget – Nick Sirianni played at Mountain Union. Yeah. Mountain Union was a dominant powerhouse on their level. He understands what winning looks like, and they had a little running part of it. And so at the end of the day, when it's about winning, you know that you have to run the football at certain parts of the game. However you get to that point, there are times in the game where you have to run it. It's got to have it time. You've got to be able to put it in the hands of a running back or a quarterback on the ground. He understands that, and he's gotten to that point. And the Eagles are beginning to – Kind of yeah. knock off these wins, and they look like a different team. Well, and like, I mean, how different would Carson Wentz have looked the last three or yeah. four years in Philly if this kind of running attack that we've seen the last four weeks, I mean, you start putting up 200 yards a game on the ground, and there's a lot of quarterbacks that can play yes. successful football in the NFL that way. Didn't work out for Carson. Now in Indianapolis, where he's got a terrific run game. It's working out. It's working in Philly now with Jalen Hurts. And is that a signal for future success for Jalen Hurts as the franchise quarterback in Philly? Bucky with the answer right after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All 
All right, back with Bucky here, looking at the Eagles and the way that they have ground their opponents into submission the last four weeks. And while Jalen Hurts was not necessarily the leading rusher in terms of production this last week uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles, I mean, he, he carries the ball a ton. He had three touchdowns in this last game. Hurts gives it off inside. And no, he keeps it. And he's running forward on a fake. He's at the 10. He's at the 5. He's in for the touchdown. What a fake. What a fake by Jalen Hurts to seal this Eagles win. A 24-yard run. Boy, did he make magic happen. So is this the type of football the Eagles have to play in order to maximize Jalen Hurts' potential and ability for success? Well, I think it's working right now. And so because it's working now and it's working so well and he's comfortable, they're winning games, he is kind of the, 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 the wheel hub. Everything, all the sprockets kind of go through him and everyone kind of feeds off his ability to do it. I will tell you from a defensive standpoint, when the quarterback runs it, and he doesn't have to run it to the level that Jalen Hurts is running, what it does is the equation goes from 11 on 10 football to now it's an 11 on 11 football because normally you don't count the quarterback in the running game. And so all the tactics that you normally would use against a stationary or non-running quarterback, you don't have to throw those out because you have a count for him. I believe ultimately if we think about a long-term plan for Jalen Hurts, yeah. this is a great way to start, but each and every year he has to add to it. Yeah. And so when we think about it, and I believe this to be true with Lamar Jackson, ultimately you want to put these guys under center and as they begin to age, you can go under center and do the bootleg and the movement passing game to still take advantage of their athleticism, but not necessarily expose them to the hits that they're exposed to when you run into read option, RPO type stuff. But right now, because Jalen Hurts is so successful and he was successful at Oklahoma kind of running the cell, I think you kind of meet him halfway. Start with this kind of system. Maybe in the offseason, you add more traditional NFL style and you blend those systems together to ultimately build it around the quarterback. It's something that, um, you know, I mean, I do. I, I can run it. I can throw it. It's that ability to keep a defense on, on their heels. Um, and I think we've, we've used that as a positive thing. Every elite quarterback, and I'm not saying that Jalen Hurts is elite or is going to be elite, but every elite quarterback has a system that is kind of molded around their talents. Yeah. If you want your quarterback to play well, you have to be willing to kind of mold it around what they do well to allow them to be very, very successful. And as we start monitoring potential contract extensions for guys like Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. um, and it, look, it's early for Jalen Hurts. He hasn't even started a full season yet worth of games in the NFL, but that's something that the Eagles are going to have to decide here because they, you know, they're going to have a high draft pick, um, you know, based yeah. on uh, not their not their own pick, but um, so like they're going to have an opportunity to go make another move for a quarterback if they want. Does this? success paint the picture for future success that the Eagles should feel comfortable about? Yeah, look, I I still think it's TBD. I think it depends on who the available quarterback is because then it becomes that is Deshaun Watson versus Jalen Hurts? Is it Russell Wilson versus Jalen Hurts? Aaron Rodgers? Typically, those situations, you can go for the veteran. But now, if you're looking at Jalen Hurts versus the 2022 quarterback class or the class of um, maybe free agent quarterbacks that could come open veterans, then it's a different right. scenario. Or tradable. Tradable. Yeah, or, or though it, then way. it's different. Yeah. This reminds me a lot, and I, I felt like the player, uh, Jalen Hurts, reminded me a lot of Dak Prescott. 
And when you go back and you look at the parallels between Jalen Hurst and Dak Prescott as players, they're there. Um, even in talking to people in Dallas, they're like, yeah, that's a valid um, comparison because of the way physically that Dak Prescott played at Mississippi State and how Jalen Hurst played at Alabama and Oklahoma. Well, now you have a situation with a second-round quarterback. Yeah, It's not a fifth-year option. Yeah. It's on a four-year contract. That's right. You have to it's speed up the different. clock when it comes to – Ooh, what's the decision that we're going to make? How well, are we going to handle that? That's why we talked about that with Dak Prescott for what seemed like three years. Yeah, what what what, what, what is what is that going to look like? And they look at their division rival, and they look at how it played out for the Dallas Cowboys and whether they could have maybe got a discount if they had done this earlier as Dak Prescott has kind of evolved and ascended yeah. up the ranks as a quarterback. You have to look at Jalen Hurst and figure out, okay, what do we do with this How's it go? Yeah. When can we begin to initiate discussions if we feel great about him as a quarterback? Because, you know, it's better sooner than later when it comes to handing out paying. the money. Yeah, yeah pay him sooner, pay him later, because ultimately you're going to end up paying more. But on the flip side of that, Dak Prescott has been a superior passer to Jalen Hurts, yep. at least in the sample size we've sure. seen, correct? Mm-hmm. So yes. have we seen enough from Jalen to understand that that is still – out there for him, uh, yeah. So, 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 so here's the thing because I think you kind of have to compare Jalen because I will say this: um, there, he's in the Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen bucket in terms of playing style, right? Because with Josh Allen, Josh Allen's first couple of years, he leaned on his legs a lot, not necessarily as much as Lamar Jackson, but he was a running player. The completion percentage wasn't necessarily, and then it popped for him. He had an MVP caliber season a year ago. And then he gets rewarded for that. I think for Jalen, he has to continue to keep stacking W's and show performance and continue to expand and evolve his game as a passer. But you're encouraged by what you've seen, but he has to continue to do more. And I think that's the big thing. How does the team respond? What does the record look like with Jalen Hurts as the starter? And then individually, what does his game look like as you begin to project out three to five years? And can you win with a quarterback that plays the way that he plays? Well, look, there's a lot of teams that can win when you're running the football as effectively as they did 50 attempts on the ground for 242 yards uh, in a win over the Saints. So then just looking ahead, you still think Lamar Jackson is the next to get a deal? The next the next quarter? I mean, you got oh, Baker yeah. Mayfield in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like we said, it's still a little early for Jalen Hurts, but the Eagles will have to make a call on him at some point. You think Lamar still gets it done? with? with yeah, I think, I think Lamar has to get it done. I think this year when you look at Lamar Jackson, uh, some of the questions that were out there, he's got to answer. He brought the team back a few times. He's had some game-winning drives. He's done some things in the passing game that you're encouraged by. I will say this about the Baltimore Ravens. It's not always – um, aesthetically pleasing to the eye, but man, right. they find a way to get to the winner's circle. And if you ask anyone around that program, they would say, man, number eight is everything. Lamar yeah. Jackson is everything when it comes to being the centerpiece of that offense. I do believe a deal gets done. I'm just curious to see how it's structured because it so has to come hurts. in. Yeah, it has to come <laughs> in. It has to come in at the number that Josh Allen received, but is that a big number on a longer deal or is it right. a shorter deal with more guarantees? How does this play out? It's going to be fascinating to watch. Yeah, and, and so that's, you know, when you, draw, when you draw the parallels between the way that Baltimore wants to play on offense, the way that Philly has found their form on offense, it does kind of bear watching what the Ravens do with Lamar and ultimately what the Eagles decide to do with Jalen Hurts, Bucky Brooks. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And that's going to do it for this episode of NFL Inside Report. Be sure to download, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 
We're back with you on Wednesday for a special episode looking into the Las Vegas Raiders. Turmoil they've experienced off the field and how they're dealing with it on the field. For producers Thomas Warren and Tim Parachka, I'm your host, Rhett Lewis. We'll catch you next time. NFL Inside Report is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.